0: Vernomatic Productions. Are you ready? Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to June. Man, summer is in full bore. I'm digging it. The guys are digging it, and we're here to catch up with everything that's going on in the world of metal mayhem, ROC, and the world of hard rock and heavy metal. As always, let me bring in my uh, two partners in this metal crusade, Ian O'Rourke from the band Motorlord and Metal Walt from the heavy metal capital of the East Coast, New Jersey. Hello, guys. How the hell are we?
2: What's going on, brothers? Hello, guys. Good to be back on after a while. It's been a while.
1: It has been a while. You know, the continuing series of uh, History of Metal, you know, that's going on. We're approaching the one-year anniversary on that in August. But what we want to do tonight, we want to do a little house cleaning, if you will. What we're going to do... Walt's been seeing some rock and roll shows. Ian's been doing his heavy metal homework. I've been doing what I'm doing. We're going to touch base on some of the current events in the state of rock and roll and heavy metal. We also have metal Mark James. Metal Mark James, he's part of our team. He's a 30-year veteran of uh, internet and terrestrial heavy metal radio broadcasting. He's celebrating his 30-year anniversary this weekend with a blockbuster six hour show on his platform. Let's bring Mark onto the show right now from Fulton, New York, Metal Mark James. Hey Mark, welcome to the show.
3: Hey John, great to be here, thanks for having me on.
1: Congratulations on the 30 year anniversary. We look forward to hearing all about it later in the show. I just wanted to introduce you to Metal Walt and Ian O'Rourke. You know these guys by hearing them on the show, but let's get an official hello. Hey, guys. How's it going?
4: What's going on, brother? Glad to have you on the radio
2: with us. Nice to meet you, Mark. Congratulations on uh, 30 years. That's a big accomplishment.
3: Uh, uh, Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it.
1: Well, like I said, uh, we're all in awe. I'm sure the stories go on endless throughout the uh, 30 years, and we look uh, forward to hearing it. Mark, we're going to keep you on hold as we navigate through the show, and we'll reach out to you on comments here and there, but you just stay tight and um, enjoy the show, okay? Okay, definitely. All right, thanks. All right, so let's start at the beginning. Metal Walt, you've been hitting the rock and roll trail. You've been seeing some rock and roll shows. What have you been up to?
2: Yeah, hey, but before we get into that, I want to tell the listeners about a very cool interview that uh, I did earlier today. Um, we interviewed Graham Bonnet of Rainbow Alcatraz – and uh, MSG fame, right? So that was done also earlier today. So by the time you hear this episode, Vern, when do you
1: think that'll be up next week? Maybe. Yeah, next week we should. Yeah, next Thursday, the um, June, whenever that is, uh, June 23rd, 7th. 23rd. Yeah, twenty third. The uh, the exclusive uh, Metal Walton Graham Bonin interview will post on the Metal Mayhem RLC website. As this one is firing tonight. Thursday night. So look for that next week. Well, Walt, you did the interview. Uh, give us a couple quick teases.
2: Listen, Graham has a new album out called day out of nowhere. It's uh, I would highly recommend take a listen to it. Listeners. It's a good one. Very diverse. Melodic hard rock. Uh, some very interesting and diverse subject matter on it. He's also a very, very intelligent, witty and very funny guy. A lot of tongue in cheek humor in there. So, um, and almost turning 75 years old. So, uh, a really great conversation. He provided a lot of input to uh, his history, talked a lot about the years of Richie Blackmore and Michael Schenker and, uh, you know, his plans go forward. So, uh, and some interesting things about him as a person outside of being a musician. So we'll leave that up for uh, the listeners uh, in in a week or so, but uh, yeah, back on the concert trail. So, you know, me metal, well, I'm a big concert guy. There's never a slow season. It's always a busy season, but uh couple recent shows, uh, I was able to catch Primus come back on the second round through the tri-state area late May on the, uh, the Rush, uh, Farewell to Kings tour. Although I had seen it back in September in New York, I did catch it again in Jersey. Another great show. I mean, the beauty about Primus is they've almost turned into, uh, you know, a hard rock, you know, uh, jam band of sorts. And they play a different show every night. Their first set is always a different set of, uh, of Primus tracks, uh, no set list is the same. They they expand and change the arrangements around. So it's it's a very unique show to go see. It is the original lineup. You know, Tim Herb Alexander's been back on drums now for a couple of years. Um, set was great. I mean, Rush uh, Saturday night with the Rush set again. You know what? What can you say? You know, front to back, farewell the Kings. They wear the uh, the robes. <laughs> Getty has the stories. He talks oh. about how he actually picked the brains of. Daddy. Daddy on yeah. certain songs and how he actually asked them certain pieces of how he actually played some of the songs, uh, which was cool. And, 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 and Tim Herb Alexander, he actually tries to replicate Neil's kit with the high hats kind of hanging down and that kind of thing. So um, I don't know if the tour is still going on, but if you hadn't had a chance to see it, it's a good one. Um, and then this past Saturday down by me at the, the local PNC bank art center in Jersey, um, Sammy Hagar in the circle with George Thorogood, uh, played on the second show of the tour. Um, Saturday night in Jersey, beautiful weather. Listen, I I still give Sammy credit. He's another guy, he's gonna be 74 or 75 soon. Yeah, yeah. His chops are there. I mean, he sings, he's not flawless, but he sings efficiently. He's still got the range. He doesn't overtry. Listen, he's the life of the party up there. He's drinking. And what I love about Sam. He's out there in the crowd in between solos and songs. Everybody's handing him something from the crowd. He's got a pile of Sharpies on the stage, signs every single piece of everything for a fan, brings their homemade banners up. He really is truly cares about his uh, his fans. And, you know, the set list was, you know, your typical combination of probably about half Van Halen, um, you know, mixture in with the solo songs and a few other things there too. Um, you know, I liked that uh, this was the first time I think he's turning the microphone over to Michael Anthony. So Mike did a short Eddie Van Halen acknowledgement and uh, Sam walked off the stage and Mike sang, uh, ain't talking about love. Yeah. Which was cool. And so- he did a hell of a job at it. There's some video going on around it. Um, you know, what can you say? It's a, it's a treat to see these guys still doing it. He's got a solid band. The crowd was into it. George Thorogood was another guy. I mean, yeah, he's not hard rock, but man, that guy is just, he's a legend in and of himself, a fantastic guitar player. Party songs—you can, you never go wrong with a guy like him. And you know what? They filled three quarters of the uh, the amphitheater, maybe ten thousand seats. I think it's good for a Saturday.
1: You know. Ian, uh, did you happen to see that clip of Mike singing "Ain't talk About Love"?
4: <clears throat> I did, and what I liked was—I yeah. don't remember if it was Blabbermouth or somebody—popped something up. He's actually looking to. He's talked with Jason, Vic, mm-hmm. and Sam. And he's going to dig into some of the other stuff. He said, he goes, and I don't want to do just uh, ain't talking about loves and, uh, you know, the, the more popular stuff. He goes, I want to dig back in. And when, you know, Eddie Trunk, oh, that's who it was. it was. Eddie Trunk was interviewing him. He goes, you mean maybe some DOA, you know, or maybe we'll get yeah, a little bit yep, of bottoms yeah. up or something. So I'm all for it because I mean you still got the, the the voice to be able to do it. So well, well there's how
2: some, about that little interview that uh, that we called they caught Dave at the airport. Did you guys? Yeah, see that I one? saw no, that. Right? I saw that. I don't know if you talked about that, but that was also telling and worded out there is there was some talk of a, an, an Eddie Van Halen some sort of tribute show or a tour.
1: Yeah. So uh, th- there's a new clip last night. The Circle and Mike saying Unchained. Which I, on, would, yeah, on, I watch go. and it's uh, pretty damn good. But but yeah. quickly circling back, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. I, I've gone on the record. I I have no use for any kind of uh, tribute tour, the to EVH with a Satriani or anything like yeah. that. Um, no, I, I'm not on board with that. A one-off
2: show would be good. You know, you do it like you did for...
1: Yes, yes. It, like, Chris Cornell, and I, I think one, the two
2: fighters are doing the same thing in yeah, one get a, two shows. You do it that way. Right? Yeah,
1: you get, like, you know, uh, all Eddie contemporaries. Get a John Five. You get Lukather. You get uh, possibly Brian May. They're good friends. Get the real heavyweights and the real guys. They love them, and you get them all there. Dave, you get uh, Gary. You get um, fucking Sammy. You know, everyone that played with Van Halen, but you know who isn't there? And this is the first topic that I want to discuss is if we're cleaning out the kitchen. Is this Wolfgang? No. Well, Wolfgang, yeah. Wolf has to go there. Is this jerk off Mitch Malloy? Mm. Uh, You know, I I know, Ian, I see you over there talking, you know, looking, looking. But uh, no, he's done a couple demos in the band. Listen, here's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> no, no. The right. dude has no but claim whatsoever no, no, to no. Van Halen. I agree
2: with you, Verno. Absolutely none. Hold and
1: on. I know you got a hard out Counterpoint here. Your <laughs> Pete boy. What? <laughs>
4: what? Pete Thorne. You bet your ass. Yeah, yeah. Pete but, but. and they did that. I'm telling you, man, if when you look at the shows, they did a great job. So if there's never any other Van Halen tribute that is done, that right there would suffice to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's gravy training. Did you see the? Uh, yeah. Oh, did you hear the announcer opening that show? Will no. you please? Oh, go go look at it. And it was okay. sad.
2: Uh, yeah, because I think it's not so much that he's doing the tribute; it's that he's billing himself as a oh, former, a former sort of member okay. of Dan Hanlon. He, was, Van Halen, who he was, almost got the job. He was
1: offered it. a contract and turned it down. Come on, you, you can't. That can't uh, uh, no, be your no. headline. You're offered. I can't be your headline. Yeah, you're offered something, by up in fifty-one fifty over a weekend of doing some demos by Eddie during the Van Heineken era. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, that, so so that's right. my Our first point. Cut. Uh, yeah. that, that's that's yeah. my take.
2: So and then you wonder is this the reason he's so far up his own ass that he's now out of great white. I mean, not that that was anything big, but ironically, he leaves there. Is he going to build his Van Halen tribute career off of Yeah, yeah well, that's
1: what they're saying. Now, this, speaking of that, you know, metal Mark Washoe's uh, boy, Andrew Freeman, taking over, you know. Ian, you're a musician. You're a creator in a band. When is enough is enough? Come on, Great White. Once, you know, and
4: this is, you know, spinning back and we're kind of doing this backwards, but I got to jump into it now because, you know, and I'll let, you know, cause I know that Walt's got some points that he wants to bring up. Great, great topic. Verno, you and I had this discussion after we did our bit on creatures fest, you know, uh, with certain musicians, you know, uh, all these guys nowadays having all kinds of issues. Hatfield himself Pat coming out saying mm. that he's having issues and, You know, sometimes it's tough and doing things. And listen, anybody that goes out and expects to see a band that is 40 years past the age that you first heard them and thinks that they're supposed to sound the same, you're delusional. That's first off. Second off, when is enough enough? Okay. Read an article, not not directly metal related, Grace Slick talking about how she got out of the music industry back in the 80s. And she told the reporter, she said, and this is paraphrasing, but she said something along the lines of, I don't like to see older rockers up on stage. I think that it's a disservice. And she specifically pointed out Mick Jagger, mm-hmm. and saying when you've got $8 million in the bank, you've got no right to be standing up in front of people saying, I can't get no satisfaction.'" I it just it's I think that I think it it, it gets to a point, you know, the whole thing.
1: Oh. Well well, wait, well, we lost Ian.
4: He's here. Oh sorry, did you I lost you for just a second there?
1: Yeah, we lost you uh, At yeah, you're yeah, saying it happened. gets to a point.
4: It gets to a point, you know, where these why, why keep, I mean, I understand as somebody, if you, if you've got viable creativity, but when you've got, you know, millions and millions in the bank and you're, all you're doing is playing all the old stuff. Vern, what did you say to me about, uh, you know, the hottest band in the world there? Oh, kiss. You know, when we were talking yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah.
1: it's exhausting. It's, um, I think the stones are actually to,
2: to defend them. I mean, I've, I saw them 10 years ago. I mean, that was, you know, whatever. But I think they st- they still sound good. Jagger's in shape. He's you know, okay. He's older. He's physically fit. He dresses cool. He dances. He sings. They got a good backing band. Okay, they lost Charlie Watts, but for the most part, they're delivering. Kiss is not delivering. No, I mean, Kiss he is-, is delivering. But you know, it, it's pathetic. But why do these guys do it? Ian, it's because they know they can, and people are going to go see him. They want to see the name. They don't care who's in the band. The brand's there.
1: I
4: know, and uh, you, you know, know what? They're a legendary
1: bands, so why not go it, as long a, as you can? I will make a point on the legend, I, I legend bands. A lot of it too, like with the Rolling Stones in this uh, Paul McCartney tour. The, right. the, those are, and I'm I'm a little upset that I didn't have the chance to go see McCartney this past week up in uh, Syracuse. But those those are, it's not a diluted yep. brand. Right. Right. Kiss that is just right. a just you know what just go away just fucking go right. away and uh, but here's the thing here's the thing you know as as
4: a musician you always have uh, or you usually have the drive to be creative to get your music out there for people when was the last time kiss put out a fucking album that's my argument with that at least metallica is spitting one out every 8 to 10
1: years well, in between no. Kiss
4: hasn't put one out since early two thousands.
1: No, and they've been they, this- they put out uh, Sonic yeah, it, Boom. That, they put out you know, Monster about
2: 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, they've had but, a couple albums. Yeah, yeah they, and for up until the last leg of the uh, the the end of the road tour, they're playing Delilah live and. You know, uh, or, or what, what's it? Uh, heller, Hallou, or there's yeah, a heller, co-
2: are you? I mean, they still play Say Yeah on the tour.
1: But I, and here's the question I have,
2: is yeah. if Paul Stanley was still singing capably, this wouldn't right. even be a discussion. People would say, cool, Kiss is old, they're 75, they still got it, sure. they, the makeup and the boots. The problem is right. not the band, it's Paul Stanley. And I love Paul Stanley. I mean, you know... It, it breaks my heart to see the guy up there struggling and then lip syncing right. to cover it, just to have the star man out there. It's it's sad. I want to think back to all right. the Paul Stanley
4: shows sure. I saw, even ten years ago that were great. But when is the when is the gimmick enough? Because that was the thing too. You know that Verno kind of touched on. You know they've been riding that gimmick, the freaking yeah. costumes and the makeup. You know they 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 had to bring attention to themselves, so they unmasked in the eighties and then they had to remask. <laughs> Just so they could get attention, yeah.
1: Well, obviously, th- the reality is we are not their market anymore.
4: Well, it is oh, coming yeah.
2: to an end, too. Yeah, we're not their market. Legitimately, early 23 is the last show, it's going to be in New York City, and that's the, the end.
1: Their market is the net is the young generation. Let's right. go see Kiss and this and that, and you know, like some other radio personalities have stated. Nine out of 10 people that go to these shows, they don't know that that's not Ace Frehley. They don't know right. that that isn't Peter Chris. You go to any right. of these shows, you know, they want to hear the the soccer moms and the lacrosse dads want to hear the songs that we don't want to hear anymore. We are not their market. Sure. So enough I, of mean,
2: the- I, I went to see Kiss on the end of the end of the road tour. February 2020, right before the pandemic hit, they played up in Allentown where David Lee Roth opened. Yep. It's an hour drive from me. It was an easy in. I went fully knowing what I was expecting, but you know what? I'm like, it's the last time I'm probably gonna see yeah, them. I did too. Who cares? I drank a couple <laughs> beers, watched Paul fly through the stage. <laughs> You know I, It was still a fun time.
1: I think you know? I spent a couple hundred to have uh, a seat like within the first three rows. I'm like, I was exact same way. I'm like, ah, you know what? The hell, I never see him again. But well, I didn't pay for a ticket. Was- uh, well, we won't get into that. But what we what we will get into is who the hell's birthday is today. And the to top. Talk- My birthday was June 4th, so thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, well, well happy, belated. happy birthday. And then and you guys
2: played a show for me, apparently, Motor Lord. <laughs>
1: yes, Motor Lord. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit. But I want to bring Mark James onto the uh, back onto the show because besides Mark's birthday this Friday, his personal birthday, and his radio show birthday okay. this Saturday, birthday. today is the birthday of the Almighty King Diamond. Mark. What about you and diamond? What's your reflection on King diamond?
3: Well, I'll tell you what I had the pleasure of seeing merciful fate at the penny arcade in Rochester it was back. It was a, uh, into the unknown tour, uh, with an overdose, the Brazilian trash band, open for them. And the Rochester band Hate machine started was the openers as well. Uh, of course the place was packed. It was a great show. Kings on King was on spot. um, you know, and uh, over this past weekend, I saw some of the footage at the Sweden Rock Fest. Um, they still sounded great. You know, I mean, I know I'm a little kind of scratching my head a little bit about his kind of his new look with his costume. I guess <laughs> I don't know if he's yeah if he's paying tribute. I don't know if he's paying tribute to Ghost or I don't know what the deal is. So, but and aside from that though, I mean, they still sounded great. On, you know, on last weekend and. I'm just I'm just glad that I, at least I got to see Merciful Plate one time because who knows when they if they are they going to ever play in upstate New York again?
1: Who knows. Well, if, I mean if they uh
4: we have to wait till after the end of the year I think, right? Yeah. We got the one the one show in the states and then
1: we'll see.
3: Yeah, one show in the state and and then the whole bunch in Europe.
1: Yeah, I you know. Well, yeah. we all better get a Metal Mayhem, R.O.C. Learjet, so we can fly that over seems there. To go to something like Sweden Rock or Grass Pop. It probably is. Mark, oh, huge. Mark now, all Mark, you mentioned uh, the Sweden Fest. Uh, what do you think of the the new track? What is the what is that uh, something the the balls of Jezebel or something? The, the new,
3: I oh. thought even well, King's mentioned on stage that um, the song isn't like really finished fully. They right. just wanted to get they gave everybody a taste of what you know, kind yes. of like a rough. I don't like a what what would we call it like a rough demo or something a ah, demo yeah. version of it. Yep. And the Jackal. It, it sounds the
4: Jackal of Salsauer.
3: Oh, Salsauer. <laughs> right. And it's and it's sound killer. It, yeah. I, it, it had that class. It had the classic feet sound and, and everything. So yep. I was I was I liked it.
4: I'm what? looking forward to it. I hope they I hope they get in and record it legit and get it out because I mean I. I I'm I'm with Mark on that. When I heard it, the first thing hair on the back of my neck stood up a little
1: bit, started to get that excited feeling. Well, back in uh, what was it, 2018 or 2019, he did a little U.S. tour and he has that he had a, that other new track, something the vampires of something or another. Um, oh
4: yeah, but that was was that fate? I thought that was when he was with oh, that, it was just King Diamond. Well,
1: you know oh, what? Oh, oh the solo the
4: solo band.
1: Yeah, well, yes. at this point. Who is he writing with? Is it just um,
4: well, it's Hank, Hank Sherman. Hank Sherman. Fight.
1: I mean, yeah. there's and no Michael it, Danner. He's not no. writing with Danner.
4: No, he writes with Andy when he Andy the Rock. Yeah, the but Band, right?
1: yeah, but that's that's not Merciful Fate. Yeah. That's that's yeah, solo. But go either either on, way, on. so Mark. announced well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I uh, finish your thought.
3: Yeah, now it's just him and Sherman and a bunch of hired guns.
1: Yeah. Oh, they got Joey Vera on base. I don't know yeah. how he whizzled into that uh, that gig. And uh, hey, that's probably because Armored Saint
3: isn't doing anything right now.
4: <laughs> and he he said in an interview recently, he you know he and King became good friends way back when they toured in the '80s, and when King moved to the states, Excellent. you know, living Excellent. in Dallas. Yeah you know it wasn't that far they would you know hang out all the time oh, they, so i don't weird. have a problem with it because at least it's an old school dude
1: yeah. doing the gig and yeah and uh, armored saint they have this fall tour with wasp mm-hmm. and you know yeah. they get up there but mark um give us uh, kind of get us up to speed on um your celebration this weekend give the listeners a little more back backstory on your on your brand
3: Um, Audio Aggression started on exactly, it started on June 5th, 1992. Now, I was going to have the anniversary show on the 5th, but it fell on a Sunday this year. And I know that many of my friends were away for the weekend. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it the weekend of my birthday. So Mm -hmm. I I figured it it was better that way. And the show started back at WNYO up at SUNY Oswego, 88.9 FM. I was a non-student community volunteer DJ. I was there from '92 to 2001. Then I went on a brief hiatus, and then I joined um, Open Grave Radio. And then I was—I had a brief stint on a Christian metal radio station called Blabber Jesus Radio. Oh. And after I and then after I left there, I um, went to Brutal Existence Radio. And then after B, after Brutal Existence Radio folded, I said, you know what? I'm gonna go on my own, be my own boss, DIY baby.
1: All right, well, fucking thirty years, and what was that? That Christian metal, what was that called?
3: Uh, Blabber Jesus Radio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Blabber Jesus
0: Radio.
3: I didn't. Hey, I didn't come up with the name. Uh, the, the guy that ran Open Grey Radio came up with that, and I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs>
1: So in uh, the press release you stated that you're going to be doing a 6-hour show this That's s-
3: right. Yeah, uh. the first 3 the first 3 hours of the program are going to be focused on 1992 only metal releases. And then the second half of the show will be all 2022 releases. Some some of the tracks on that segment will be upcoming brand new stuff that I haven't featured before.
1: Oh. What a tease. Cool.
3: Yeah. So, and then of course, you know, during the mic breaks, I'll, I'll talk about the history of the program, throwing some old station drops from many of the artists that I interviewed through the years. You know, I used, I used to do interviews, but now I just rather focus on just doing the show, playing the music for you guys. And uh, I, I enjoy, you know, it's just easier for me that way.
1: All right. Well, um, you know, you do a fabulous job. Uh it's a nice community we have here, but, you know, like I've said many times on my show and whatnot, I lean on you, um, you know, you're our backbone, and I enjoy your product. So, congratulations on 30 years, man. That's fucking, that's a haul.
3: Yeah, thanks yeah. very much. And, you know, it's funny that a Central New York, it's not, It's funny how a Central New York dude like me found out about your show from years ago. <laughs> Thanks to my friend's FM radio st- uh, stereo that had an antenna wire and that's how I found about the original metal mayhem way back on WBER. Yeah. And then I, I got I got addicted to that station. And then of course there was Metallic Overdrive later on. You know, and I listened to that show every night for seven years straight.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: So so you hear me talk about those shows a lot because those shows meant a lot to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're grounded. in you. Yeah. The Central New York and Western New York uh, metal connection is—it's strong. It's legendary. We'll put it up, you know, against anyone. So,
3: oh yeah, oh absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and of course down in Jersey, where Waldos, is, you know, Jersey, they've always had a great metal scene down there too. Oh, yeah. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the old Old Bridge Metal Militia. We still have uh, WSOU. You know, hardest rock, eighty-nine point five, Seton Hall University Radio. That's been around for about forty years as well. Still on Yeah,
3: yeah, that's awesome. And and Chris, remember you remember the band Blessed Death? I remember the name. Well, they had that song there about the old bridge of what Walt said. The old bridge. I forget the name of the title. The Old Bridge Metal
2: Militia. The Old Bridge Metal Militia.
3: Yeah. Well, they did a song dedicated to that. Okay. You'll have to take it out and look it up. Yeah, I, <laughs> okay.
1: yeah, I was just going to say, uh, um, well, send me a file, homework. like to hear that. All yeah. right,
2: that'll be my heavy metal homework. Right. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> All right, Mark, well, um, we'll be listening this Saturday night. Listeners, you could find these direct links at the MetalMayhemROC.com website, or better yet, you, know, you could just seek out Mark James on Facebook. And Mark, what is... Tell the listeners how they could seek you out on Facebook or your exact sites.
3: All you got to do is go to facebook.com slash mjp5050. Look for the old school metal profile pic, which that's going to stay there permanently as long as I have Facebook. <laughs> you can also check out past shows, mixcloud.com slash 52 which is streaming only. And my other archive page, archive.org slash details slash at og metalhead where not only you can stream the show there but you can also now download the mp3 of the show
1: oh so there's there's many uh many ways to hear mark and his product so one more time congratulations and as we say all knobs to the right well actually that's right all (laughs) knobs to the right it's mark's slogan (laughs) all right mark thanks for joining us we'll be listening oh no problem thank you yep He's a good dude, man. He's uh fucking has the passion. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh what else we want to cover here, guys? Uh the stadium tour. We had a Metal Mayhem ROC.com uh well, Facebook poll recently Walt this week and I yeah. put up there who's going, who's not going and why. And what do you think the results were, Walt?
2: Uh, I'm. I'm guessing it's probably sixty to seventy percent not going.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It pretty, was uh, pretty close. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. Not going, and but you know it was yeah. surprising. Some of the uh, yes. yeses yeah. were for some of the people I know made some good points. They're like, ah, what the hell? I'm seeing because the tour is at Rich Stadium, well, Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, and the next night is Metallica there. So, oh, so okay. some of the people are like, ah, it's a mini vacation. And some, yeah, some are Double saying, bill, what the right? hell, you know, beers and buds in the sun. and But a lot of the uh, no's were the obvious. Fuck that. They suck. They're fat. They're, you know, they can't sing. On, you uh, know. Def
2: Leppard can still do it. Joe, Joe Elliott sings all right. I, you know, I don't know if we've talked about this, but they put that new album out. It's uh, got the name of it, but it's it's okay. It's got a couple of okay tracks on it. Serious XM uh, played a couple songs. They did the album premiere. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 okay. I'm not going to go out and buy it, but I give them, give him them credit for trying to put something out there a little different or new.
0: Listen, you know, the other you, bands,
2: not my yeah. thing. But
4: yeah. yeah, if you listen to that album, because they they played a fair share of it. It, I mean, it's literally like a tribute to the yeah. sweet. And not yeah, the, the, the I know Joe's uh, big on that stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, bad finger, you know, it's yeah. got that kind of power pop, you know, uh, yeah. glam, your seventies glam. Uh, well, um, it's, it's not, you know, you're high and dry or anything like yeah. that, which I wish they would go back and do something like that. Who knows? You Maybe they will. Now.
1: You can't First of all, you know, Pete isn't there. Uh, Steve isn't there. They, they, they were kids. they I defend them in the fact that they're doing what they want to do. They don't, they don't have to prove anything to anyone. You know, just the fact that they came back from a bad place, yeah. you know, early two thousands and all that, but uh, I'm not going to the show. Uh, Ian, you're not going, Walt. I, I'm sure you're not. No, going. I mean,
2: They're not playing near me anyway. They're playing where the Mets play in Flushing, New York. And it's also the week I'm in Belgium for work, but. You know, had it been in Giant Stadium <laughs> 10 minutes away, maybe just for the how, hell of it. How but, perfect!
4: The Mets you know, play in
1: Flushing, yeah. But uh, let's see what else. What else you want to cover? We did the kiss. Uh,
2: well, we, we we said uh, then there's the, the I call it like the heavy metal disabled list. You got uh, oh, uh, Jesus Christ, you know, I just saw something. Jeff Tate's going in for surgery. Not yeah 2023 so all kinds of vest jokes are coming back uh he didn't say anything serious then you have ozzy with you know the sh- sharon going on the daytime tv show and dramatizing the build-up of the story which pissed me off even more than the story how she had to say oh breaking news ozzy's having surgery that will determine the, the quality of his life for the rest of his life as if it's like a drum dramatized tv show is actually what she's doing like yeah. Okay, we know the guy's in bad shape, and then, then two days later it comes out that he's gotta have corrective back surgery because he's got pins in his back and from you the, know what uh, he's struggling through physical therapy through COVID and, and they need to try something else. So yeah. she's not wrong, but she had to make it such a gossipy story, and that's why we all can't stand her. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's you know? too bad he's falling apart because well, they had ATV accident during yeah. the but I, I think
2: there's always that debate are we gonna see him ever again? My guess is no. He no. can't get out on the road. No. He listen, can't, you know what? And it, it, He would be a danger to himself if he did.
4: I said this before. I'll go on record saying it again. I haven't had any desire to listen to anything after Osmosis. And even Osmosis, I have to push myself to get through some of the, the, the yeah. sappy pop shit. Um, the last couple albums he did, Crisis Last One with Adam... At, West uh, or just, whatever. He's yeah. yeah, awful. Andrew Watt, thank you.
1: I <laughs> am, so, uh, under the grave under the graveyard? That was Oh god. I know it's all fucking and then you know I don't need to hear my Ozzy with who was on the last one, uh, on the new one was no, Paul, and, Paul uh, McCartney, Paul
2: and Oh Elton John. Well apparently his next oh, album yeah. coming out. Yeah, the no, is actually us. being produced, and you have Eric Clapton, Tony Ayomi yeah. on it. Yeah, I think uh, I can't remember who's playing. Robert Trujillo's playing bass, so it's. But again, how much of it to me is an Aussie album? I feel like it's people making an Aussie album and rolling him right. into the studio. Yeah, it's all probably writing all the bl- lyrics for him, and then they go into the studio and doctor up his lyrics to make him sound as good as they can.
1: Well, I'm sure well, they're not even in the studio. It's all you know, file sharing and yeah, this and sure. that. It's like, you know, it's crafting. You know, one thing we always uh, prided prided ourselves in the heavy metal, hard rock world was we are creators in a studio or in a rehearsal room. And, but it's no different now than some of the hip hop or dance uh, acts that fabricate and create this stuff in a studio.
4: Listen, look, go back even to when Sharon became his manager, when he first went solo, the ego was so huge with her for him, that you couldn't keep Lee Kerslake and Bob Daisley nah. as the band. I mean, they, Christ, with Randy Rhodes, they were the magic. Nah. That's what made those records.
1: I know. know been... and then... Anyway, so who knows? the other who person. Knows is... Yeah, who else is on uh, heavy metal IR? Well, we well,
2: got, uh, well, we saw the, uh, well, maybe not so new, Steven Tyler got addicted to painkillers right. after foot surgery. So they had to postpone that tour. Now Joe Perry apparently is going out and doing some shows, opening up for ZZ Top and a few others, and they got Gary Cherone. So back to the Van Halen link. And then the latest was, uh, I mean, lesser uh, name, but uh, Kingdom Come, James Kotak, the drummer that was in Scorpions, Sweden Rock, Disaster, Out of sync, Drunk, his friends are coming uh, out saying the guy's in bad shape, he needs rehab. That
1: was terrible. You know. And I just so feel bad for
2: that guy. And
1: I just heard on the Metal Mayhem ROC live radio show last night that the drummer of Motor Lord, Don, is down for about six to seven months. Yeah. And tell us about your drummer. What's going on, man? Yeah,
4: I started explaining to Walt when we first were signing on. <laughs> um, Don ended up taking a nasty tumble and uh, ruptured and tore his uh, rotator tendon and cuff, I think Mm. in his, in his right arm and anybody that's, you know, hurt yourself, you know, even straining yourself, you know, if you're a drummer, there's a lot of this going on. So to, to extend and hit, do things. So he had been fighting through it. We played slash bash on, on Lance's birthday. Walt's birthday, excuse me. Um, And uh, you know, he fought through it and everything was good. A little sore, you know, but he had been doing PT and he'd been waiting. But now he finally got the results, and the bad news is that he's got to have surgery to correct it, and we're going to be
1: on hiatus for a while. Well, I'm sorry, to, John surgery for the drummer. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, but um. Thank you. All right. Well, anything else you guys want to cover? Or, um, I just wanted to
4: quickly mention. Apparently, Chris Holmes has yeah finished his radiation. But as a result of it, he's lost like 40 pounds.
1: I saw that, and, you know, it's good for him to lose weight, but it's not always good when it's, you know, radiation. No, but if you
4: look at the shape of his face now, he looks like Chris Holmes, just, you know, I mean, a little wrinkly, you know, but he looks like younger Chris Holmes. Yeah. You know, where for a while there, he had that big bloated, you know, because he was was heavy. Yeah. He got really heavy. So.
2: No and and in, in one last uh, heavy metal uh, let's call it the uh, disabled list note I went to the podiatrist today and he found the uh, the piece of glass in the bottom of my foot <laughs> and he did take it out this is a true story so I, I no longer have any pain on the ball of my right foot uh-huh. so so end we'll a- we'll a- ended on that is- note and that, <laughs> that walked back, back. that walk. <laughs> I was able to walk uh-huh. back to the car uh-huh. to get home in time to drive nice. for the graham bonnet interview and nice. graham disclosed probably a little bit too much about his health this afternoon
1: oh yeah right? that and he's uh, uh still a knees, he got bad
2: knees and uh, i was trying to verna was like trying to give me the prompt to you know cut him off so i kind of made a little cliche about his sex life and he kind of looked over his shoulder to make sure his wife was in the room
0: I'm still Yeah, I'm still Johnny
1: Holmes in the bedroom. And yeah. these two are doing our virtual high fives and everything else. So Yeah.
4: Thanks so, to the little blue pill. Yeah. Everybody well you Holmes. know what?
1: Hey. <laughs> whatever whatever it takes. So I remember up? next week, um what's the date on that, Lance? We 23rd. said uh sixty twenty third. Twenty third. Twenty third. Metal waltz interview with Graham Bonnet. So all right, well, uh, that's about it. We got about 20 seconds left. Guys, great seeing you. We're going to put together another history of metal for uh, in the next couple of weeks. And everyone, enjoy your summer. You know, get out, see a show, tell someone, you know, you love them and, you know, hang out with good friends. Don't take any bullshit, right?
2: That's
1: yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Walt, you're traveling to Europe. Be careful.
2: Thank you. Thank you. No shows over there. I'm a little disappointed. I'm missing Grass Pop by one weekend. Um, It's the greatest festival this year in Europe. It's got Made in Deep Purple, Priests, a whole bunch of bands, Merciful Fates on there, all in a matter of four days. But unfortunately, I couldn't get over there because my eighth grader is graduating tomorrow, and that's obviously much more important than a metal festival.
1: Sure. Of course. Ian, you're probably yeah. going to the store this weekend. You be careful. <laughs> we know how things get a little crazy. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, life in
4: general, you know, mm-hmm. can just go ape shit, you know, and, you know, yeah. but everybody, hey, listen, happy Father's Day. Yes. We're all dads. Yes. Happy Father's, right? Day. Happy father's Day to any of the, the metal fathers that are out there. And, you know, yep. just, you know, everybody just, you know, have a good summer and, you know, don't forget about, uh, don't forget about us lunatics here
1: because we'll be uh, we'll be popping in from time to time.
2: We got yeah. some good content coming at you yeah. this summer,
1: right? Okay, well, for my uh, brothers in Metal, Metal Walt and Ian O'Rourke, I'm the Vernomatic. Go to the website, MetalMayhemROC.com, download some past shows, sign up for our newsletter, check out all the guys on the team, Metal Walt, um, Ian O'Rourke, you got uh, Cal, you have Mark, Mark James, all the guys, so. All right, Ian, what do we always tell our friends? What do they have to do? Keep it heavy. See you, guys.
0: Metal for Life. Thank you for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our website at MetalMayhemROC.com for information on podcasts, archives, links to all our live radio shows, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. And always remember to keep it heavy.